Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028. 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck at service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service on top of that. Nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439 6028 439 6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439 6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the john DePetro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website, dipetro.com, on the upper left-hand side, just click Listen Live. It's Tuesday. It's August 16th. It's primary day in two states, Alaska. Could be a big day for Sarah Palin, former governor of Alaska, also VP candidate with John McCain, and big day in Wyoming, where Liz Cheney is going to face the music uh, unless, barring some unforeseen circumstance, she is going down in defeat. Now, closer to home. In what we call elections in Rhode Island, early voting starts next Wednesday. It's ridiculous. It's for the September 13th primary. And folks, the strategies have become clear. Governor McKee has completely abandoned the public. He's completely abandoned you, everyone. His path is he has just made all these promises, expensive IOUs, to all organized labor. He's got all the union endorsements. He's accounting on all the union vote. That can be powerful. That can be powerful in a Democrat primary. So, but it's very clear. Governor McKee right now will say and do anything. And the the the, the bill's going to come due. These aren't, you know, him saying, hey, here are my qualifications. Please support me. This is give me a wish list of what you want. And if I win the primary, and the general feeling is whoever wins the primary will be the next governor, even though you still have the general election. And then all those bills are going to come due. And guess who's going to have to pay for them? Look in the mirror. Governor McKee, it is incredible. This is the strategy that he has taken. And Nellie Gorbea, who's been another one running a very quiet campaign, she has no big ideas. She has these false notions that she everyone thinks she's done a great job at the office. She has absolutely set us back with voting. She has tampered with the voter list. Um she just has the, all these fake accomplishments. One of the biggest things she wanted to do was build herself a new building to the tune of $50 million, and it was Gina Raimondo that shot it down. So now on the outside, someone that certainly potentially could have a lane is in fact going to be this Helena Folks. And whether or not Helena Folks, the business person who ran CVS, if they have it if she has a chance uh in a normal election cycle you could say she might because of the way voting is done now i i just i don't i don't know i don't know if it's possible uh i i don't know if it can be done i'm going to stick with our our system is so broken because they've moved to all these not only mail ballots but even campaigns can send out mail ballot applications senate president dominic Ruggiero sent out not only a mail ballot application to some constituents, but on top of that, he also includes in the letter, let me know if you need some more. Folks, this is, it's too bad. Um, statewide elections, there's no way that they are legitimate. It's been destroyed. Um, I have said, I think the most important office for the Republican Party of Rhode Island to go for was, in fact, if they'd, they'd send someone competent to become Secretary of State. That's obviously... Um, Pat Cordalesa is stepping in as a standard bearer, but 
that's um that's that's not the approach that they decided to take as far as sending for instance in my mind ashley kalis really should be running for secretary of state instead of this bid for governor with her in a boxing ring now folks other news today there's a lot of news today actually first of all first lady jill biden has a uh, quadrupled vaccinated Jill Biden. She has now tested positive for COVID. What does that tell us? Well, it tells us, number one, it's still out there. And number two, that even if you are vaccinated, um, that you're still going to come down with it. But apparently, because of the vaccine, both her and the president, their symptoms have been mild. So their symptoms have, in fact, been mild so now as far as the situation with president trump um none of this is good as far as the fact uh this whole business with the war in the fbi now this thing is coming on president trump is calling for immediate release of the sealed affidavit now i think part of the reason is and i don't think the judge is going to do it but i believe part of the reason why he wants it released is because there are informants that are listed with that so let's get the latest now this is the latest story regarding uh president trump and the affidavit demanding that the justice department show him and the public the evidence and the justification that underlay that search of his mar-a-lago residence this is a hardball tactic all part of his effort to get on top and defend himself against a rapidly moving investigation This morning, former President Donald Trump is calling for the immediate release of the completely unredacted affidavit behind last week's FBI search of his Florida residence. But the Department of Justice wants that affidavit, a sworn document that provides justification for a search and thus a possible roadmap to the case, to remain sealed to protect witnesses in its investigation into Donald Trump's alleged mishandling of classified information. They certainly don't want to put former President Trump or anyone close to him on notice of what they are looking at. The Justice Department argues that publishing the affidavit would reveal specific investigative techniques and could even compromise their investigation. That investigation is a criminal probe with national security implications. DOJ revealing it has witnesses cooperating in this investigation and indicating that a grand jury is involved. Now, some lawmakers are also demanding answers. The top Democrat and Republican on the Senate Intelligence Committee have asked the Director of National Intelligence and the DOJ to provide the classified documents retrieved by the FBI, 11 sets in total, along with an assessment of potential risks to national security as a result of their mishandling at Mar-a-Lago. The Democratic chairs of the House Intelligence and Oversight Committees requested a similar assessment. Sources tell ABC News investigators are now scrubbing through security footage subpoenaed from Mar-a-Lago as they try to retrace the movements of these classified materials and determine whether the country's national secrets have been compromised. As a candidate, Donald Trump vowed to safeguard classified material. In my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. But now, under investigation himself, he's changing his tune and his arguments. At first denouncing the raid as a political witch hunt, but then claiming that he had declassified the documents found at Mar-a-Lago anyway, some of which were marked SCI, that means from the most sensitive U.S. intelligence sources. Trump's also claiming that the FBI agents seized three of his passports during the raid. ABC News confirmed that's true, but all three have been returned and two were already expired. Amid attacks on the FBI by Trump and other Republicans, there has been an increase in threats and acts of violence towards law enforcement, including a Pennsylvania man who was charged Monday for threatening law enforcement officials in the days after the Mar-a-Lago raid, writing in one post, my only goal is to kill more of them before I drop. Meanwhile, in Georgia, in an unrelated investigation into Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election, prosecutors in Fulton County have notified Rudy Giuliani, Trump's lawyer in that battle, that he is the target of an investigation there. That is typically one of the final stages before someone is indicted. Robin? And Terry, the Trump's organization's longtime CFO, Alan Weisenberg, is due in court this week as well? 
That's right. We hear that he will plead guilty in an investigation, another unrelated investigation, into the Trump Organization's accounting practices. Uh, this has been going on for more than a year. Mr. Weisselberg will plead guilty. He will not cooperate with prosecutors. So it does uh, mean trouble for him, but it does not bring prosecutors any closer to in their investigation of Trump's role in what was a tax scheme in the Trump Organization. Well, folks, again, uh, none of this is good. None of this is good. It is happening, though. Uh, the Giuliani thing is is definitely something to watch and not in a positive way. The problem is they just start, I mean, Rudy getting indicted. Um, obviously, nothing good about that. But I, I just, he has been on the downfall for quite some time. Now, there's still more talk that President Trump needs to reel in all this bashing of the FBI. And folks, as I've, I've said, I want to play. This is uh, Governor Hutchinson, um, Asia Hutchinson, talking about trying to put in context people trying to defend President Trump. Here we go. Uh, this is unprecedented. Uh, the search of a former president's home. The American public uh, wants to understand that. And right now, you mentioned the circling of the of the wagons uh, uh, around uh, Donald Trump. And it's simply because uh, they see the establishment as going after Donald Trump. And and they question whether that was the right move and whether it was less intrusive means to accomplish the same purpose. We're going to have to be a little patient. Uh, Attorney General did the right thing by getting information out this week, some information. I actually encouraged him to release the affidavit in redacted form, but that would provide and shed more information on why uh, this search uh, might have been necessary and explain uh, the probable cause that the judge uh, saw whenever he signed the uh, search warrant. You know, that is... I, I agree. I mean, uh, something has got to come down. This was Tucker Carlson last night. Even Donald Trump feels it. Maybe for the first time in his life, Donald Trump seems sincerely interested in lowering the temperature, not just for his own sake, but for the country's. He said that. He's never said anything like that. Maybe he doesn't mean it. But when has he ever said that? Let's all calm down a little, he said the other day. This isn't good. Yeah, he's right. It's not good, and not just for him, for all of us. This could get very bad, very fast. And the Biden people know that perfectly well. They know what could happen if they continue down this path of using law enforcement to cling to power. But they don't care, because they're facing a repudiation from voters, and they're desperate, and they'll do anything. But at what cost? Pray they pull back before it's too late. Now, the, I want to just also say we still don't know exactly everything that they have and i am um i i'm consistently surprised that some people you know people just want to pick up the talking points that are out there and run with it and and i've had communication with several people many of you you know oh come on admit the fbi is corrupt from top to bottom i, I that that is ludicrous that is crazy talk and you know, people I, I, people can't cave to that. Anyone that is just saying that is basically just repeating it because you don't know what you're talking about. Um, I want to remind people, President Trump was president for four years. So there, there's a lot of unanswered questions we don't know. We're, we're learning that they didn't do this lightly. Um, I'm also seeing, so Alan Weisselberg is expected to provide information about president trump or the company as part of the deal probably more about the company um i um i i just think when when tucker carlson talks about the rhetoric and it's got to calm down i i would put him in you know as i've talked about like jesse waters was on the air saying that that the, the, the fbi was planting evidence you you can't and and I, I, I take um, exception with this business that somehow I'm just repeating what they said. Yeah, but you're you're throwing it out there. So now last night this is uh, Eric Trump was on with Hannity. Um, 
I want to just hear this. T- this has to do with surveillance tape. I, I don't think you should be talking about it, but let's hear. Eight days out, Sean, from the midterms. Yeah. It's, not, it's not surprising. This timing is not surprising, and it's backfiring on these people. Will you, you still have the surveillance tape. Is that correct? Will you, are you allowed to share that with the country? Absolutely, Sean, at the right time. And your body cam point was spot on. That's why cops wear body cams. They don't tell you to turn off cameras. They want transparency, and that's not what happened here. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about that. There's a lot of accusations being made about that. Um, I, I, I hear, um, I hear a lot of, um, well, it, everything just comes back to Laura Ingram having on that uh, President Trump's attorney. Thursday morning, and then a few hours later, Merrick Garland gave a three-minute press This is Christina Bob. He didn't even bother to disclose oh. to the American public that President Trump was trying to be helpful in the situation. Well, what, what so specifically I, was President Trump suggesting? It's, I mean, everyone wants to bring the temperature down. I think that's a noble, you know, desire, yeah. of course. But what specifically does he propose that he can do at this point? Sure. Well, I think he was looking at it saying the American people don't trust the FBI or DOJ. They lied about Russia, Russia, Russia. They How? lied about Crossfire Hurricane. They lied to uh, Congress. What a when we lied jerk. To Congress. And, uh, McCabe lied to everybody. They lied to the FISA court. The American people rightfully don't trust the FBI That's not true. Right now and don't trust the Department of Justice, but they do trust President Trump. And he has a big That's ridiculous. He has a big following. And so I think it was a genuine olive branch to say, I'm trying to help this what country. A... They don't trust you, but they trust me. What can we do? Oh, my. And God. Well, what? I mean, short of dropping the case, dropping the case, I'm not sure what Mary Garland would do at this point. I mean, you know, right? Just drop. You know, let's move on. I mean, I don't know what the Justice Department's going to do. They're not. They're not in favor this of This is his the attorney. We know that. This is I, his attorney. But I, I think it would go a long way to just show that they care that they are putting this nation through angst. The American people are frustrated and angry. Oh. They love Donald Trump, and no one believes that this is a real a real case. They believe it's a witch hunt. And no, so we don't. To come together, I think is fair. Um, Christina, we really appreciate. No, no. What are you talking about? That's his attorney. That's his attorney. Christina Bob. Wow. All right. He's the one that chose her, folks. We have a lot more head. Donna Perry's going to join us right here on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus, and remember with propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401 885-4209. In Massachusetts, call them at 508-252-3359. They're very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them 401-885-4209. We're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Joining right now is one of my siblings, she is an independent columnist, opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I'd like to start off uh, so many different elements to this uh, raid, as Drudge Report called it, the raid of the century. But uh, let's start off at least, you know, you had Steve Ducey on Fox News trying to make an appeal and also Maureen Dowd in the New York Times. Um, it was it was a week ago, last week, Monday night, was when President Trump was really the one to alert everyone that Mar-a-Lago had been raided. But one of the things that he tossed out there in the very beginning was this uh, idea that somehow maybe the FBI was planting evidence at Mar-a-Lago. Yep. And since then, right. uh, the agency has just been inundated with threats. You had the MAGA maniac, as they call him, the guy that started firing FBI yeah. agents yep. uh, in Cincinnati. So I want to start off and get some of your thoughts on that. Yes, and good to be with you. Um, and I want to first commend 
that Fox and Friends Steve Ducey did that, John. I mean, I, you know, he, I thought that was very important that that was, it's a prominent longtime veteran, you know, voice of the network. Um, I do. I, I just think, you know, he was measured and he, he just, I think he sent out um, an important, an important clarification in some ways, John, because there's a lot of sort of misrepresenting on the, in fairness to Fox by the other networks, which we know they, they like to do that. Um, but I think his comments and, and wider, this Maureen Dowd column, which I thought was just spot on. Um, I mean, she's always a great wordsmith, you know, the scoff law and the law, you know, is how she framed it, of course. Yeah. Um, and she, she really gets to the point that, when you think of the long arc of the complete, really, identity of the Republican Party, and she's just saying, look, this is political suicide for the Republican Party um, to, to have decided that they're going to be, they're going to look very anti-law enforcement. There's no higher law enforcement in this country than the FBI, right? That's right. So, like, when people talk about it's not just, you know, in all due respect, your local, you know, cop around the corner. The FBI is the the center of it uh, when you get to the national level, um, even and, international and I mean, international. They get called in on international, right? Level. And and for people to be so caught up with this and naive, by the way, that the very uh, life that they enjoy in the United States is is not for a small part of the work of of agencies like the FBI, by the way. Um, yeah. And that's what separates us from walking around in a banana republic and people get, you know, grabbed off streets and stuff. So that's just that. And, and I think her piece was just very uh, a good argument. And she just said, it's not just self-destructive. She she really is making the case that this is not any roadmap for any kind of a future. And it really only benefits one man. And I've have felt this way for a while. I mean, Donald Trump is not going to be here for 25 years. And so like she's saying, like, it's just, it's so self-destructive to see and, and it worse, they are, you are creating this very menacing in real time, dangerous climate. And we're John, we're just seeing it in real time. You know, when those kinds of comments and words and the rhetoric has just it obviously his impact you've seen that it was the Pennsylvania guy uh, then there was the the guy in Ohio I mean you know and that's sad in a way this guy had once been in the US Navy he he's dead he was yeah. killed um, just grossly misled um, and I do think it's sad to see some of these these guys it's like you're obsessively following this and you're going down this you know rabbit hole there's no crawling back up apparently so um, that's a lot of what, you know, she just said, like also, though, for the leaders of the party. And I think that's an important point. It's one thing to say that people are going crazy on social media, anonymous people. But when when you have at the level of Marco Rubio and and Lindsey Graham and just like John parroting almost in this like really it's like an embarrassing thing it's to see them. Totally right? embarrassing. Right. And like just, and Jesse Warren right. started it on. He's showing Fox yeah. that the FBI planted evidence and then Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, well, defund the FBI. It is absurd. Oh, right. It is laughable. And let's step back. I mean, it was a shock to the system, the raid, but the reaction is just is is ludicrous that somehow, yeah, they broke in and planted evidence inside a safe. It is it is nonsense talk and anyone that goes along and it's. It's pretty striking, actually, that the other two hosts on Fox and Friends, Brian Kilmeade and yeah. and Ames, they were they didn't exactly back him up. They were kind of like looking at him. But I I give Steve Ducey a lot of credit. And again, folks, we're sweet with Donna Perry. Yep, you know, 100%. DJ, it's um it, it's another example though how you know that that led to let, let's face it on January sixth. You know, a lot of the rhetoric that's what got people fired up and down there and. And President Trump, who was thrown off. But in going forward, let's just finish up on this. But, you know, she's exactly right. This is supposed to be the party of, of law enforcement. And it's 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 ludicrous that the FBI has to go on high alert when they clearly were. Come on, there's obviously something there that they were 
just of doing course. their job and executing right. the raid. And and look, there's been a lot of really lying and, and just things are getting thrown out, these fake arguments. And he's got, I'm sorry, he's got this B team right now of lawyers, um, yeah. you know, just wearing five pounds of makeup and, and oh. <laughs> having your hair a certain way. You know, like there's, I don't know who I saw last night. So Christina he's got these, Bob, yeah, oh, like terrible. whoever they are, um, you know, and that might go to the point of his money because, I mean, um, that's not really the A team to defend what we're talking about. And I just, um, I, I think it's at least if you see Republicans could at least take a breath and John, there is a point. It's like, so it, what is going to be the point for you to worry about your own reelection? If, if you're taking everything down this road, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a point where are they, they're that afraid of the base that they can't just speak out. And I, I've said this before who, who this is really hurting is the Republicans' chances for the fall elections, especially right. people running for Congress. Yes. Um, you know, I don't want to say uh, Alan Fung directly, and, and he, the Rhode Island, hopefully, you know, you have your own local issues, but it's very difficult when you're going to those federal offices um, that this is, of course, the huge elephant in the room. Now that the shock is over, um, a little bit of what happened last week, it, it's just, it's very disturbing to say, like, so what are you going to stand for? Like Marjorie Taylor Greene? Like, you're going to be the party of violence? Like, exactly. like what What kind of a roadmap is this? And, and None. it's just not. And, and you know, again, it, it's only benefiting him. He, don't they have any, like, short-term memory? I mean, my goodness. Um, when it just benefits Trump, the other major Republicans lose. I've said this for a long time. I mean, yeah. you... Guess who the media is not talking about? They're not talking about Biden's inflation, um, all the missteps. They're not. No one's talking about, you know, Ron DeSantis. And and that, to me, ultimately hurts someone like him. Not that you have to be worrying about that right now for 2024. Maybe he likes the distraction of it for now. But I would argue um, I think he's in a rough corner um, with all this in a way he's seems to not be sure how to play it. But uh, in terms of this just being, you know, so here's our roadmap. We'll just, you know, go to war with the FBI. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Going nowhere, Donna Perry. I mean, it's it's ludicrous. And I'll also say this. I disagree with these people saying, well, you know, it's locked up his now. He'll definitely get the nomination for 2024. I completely disagree with that. No, because if... As someone that has been a big supporter, if, if the party and the candidacy is going to revolve around the likes of Marjorie Taylor Greene and all this conspiracy people and the FBI is planning evidence and the FBI is corrupt and blah, 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 I, I'll be the first one. I want no part of something like that. That's right. And the independents will run from someone like that. As you say, that's not a roadmap. And that is certainly not a winning strategy. It's craziness. No, and they they talk, they proved in the last election. This, John, you and I have talked about this. How, the percentage of who is the swing voter in America is actually not. It, it's very critical because they can swing an election, but it's not a huge amount of people. No. So when you talk about the power of the suburban women vote, that is a distinct distinct swing voter that's right so i just find it hard to believe that the suburban voter and busy women running around soccer fields and running through target or whatever these people are not going to say walk around with rifles in front of fbi buildings yeah Yeah, that's something i relate to you know what i mean it's just I mean, I'm just being really blunt and I'm not trying to characterize anybody. I'm just being really blunt. Um, So that that's just like for them to think it's a playbook. um, Boy, I I just think ultimately this could set back the party for for a number, a number of years. Yeah, this uh, these fall elections, if they blow this now, because things were really cruising in the right direction. Right. But if suddenly it, if it all becomes about the raid and about President Trump and blah, 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 that that's how you lose. That's how you, you're going to lose the elections. And then Biden is seemingly is learning the less that people see of him, the better he does. Sure. He's and on just, vacation. He <laughs> yeah. is. And just let President Trump have all the attention. But it's yeah. not, as you say, a winning strategy. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. 
The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine. Diagnostic treatment service, AtMed Urgent Care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals. They're a cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from covid you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker at Santa Perry. Well, DJ, it is um, primary day in Wyoming, and by all accounts, Liz Cheney, unless there's some kind of dramatic move where she was even appealing, trying to get Democrats to vote. Um, curious your thoughts that they're saying, you know, it's the end of this part of her political career, but she's not done just yet. Uh, but just the fact that all eyes are going to be seen now, yeah. unless something happens very, very dramatic, she's going to lose her primary today. Yeah. And, you know, there really is not much suspense left, John, um, on what's going to happen there. You know, it's it's a large polls difference with this Harriet Hageman person um, who did get the Trump backing uh, eventually. Um, and I think there's no question that in, by the way, very conservative Wyoming, uh, one of the most Republican states, um, it just seems, though, J.D., like for Liz Cheney, her personal just unrelenting, laser focus effort. Really, her final imprint, uh, if she does lose in her time in Congress, has just been this to hold Trump accountable in a very personal to hold Trump accountable, as she saw it for January 6th. But also, I think she wants to hold him accountable beyond that. I mean, yeah. she has made and been unafraid to make statements that some folks would feel as a Republican, you'd feel like, oh, okay, I'm not going to quite say that. I mean, she just at that podium with millions of people who could be tuning into those hearings, she has said things like he is a dangerous man who yep. should never again be allowed anywhere near the Oval Office. So um, she's that's not an ambiguous statement. And yep. she's made it several times. And again, in a very high profile um way so i just think that she just went out on you know out on the board on that john she was not going to back down um no. i do think fearless. fearless just just fearless on that and before we get to you know would she herself get in the game i i do just want to note also that when you've seen these tv ads if you've seen them of of dick cheney um just looking straight in the camera yes. with kind of the wyoming cowboy hat on but yeah. And just, you know, totally stone-faced delivery. <laughs> I, I feel like that's remarkable too, J.D., when you see how Trump has transformed the Republican Party. Like, that's yeah. a lot of what this says. Yes. Um, it is no longer the party of when you think of the Cheneys and the Bushes. They, they were the power yes. of the Republican Party. I mean, Dick, no one was a bigger fixture. I mean, he That's was right. the Secretary of Defense. He was the Secretary of something else earlier. He's the Vice President. And hated by the left and the media. And Cheney. right, was always yeah. considered like too far right. And of right. course, they blamed him to create the um, backdrop for the Iraq war. Right. And they, you know, and took out Saddam Hussein and all that. So like the fact that it, these the Cheneys are going down. <laughs> I mean, John, like you and I have been around this a lot longer, maybe than some people. Like that, it is remarkable. It is. Um, and but in terms of what comes out of this, I think somehow she has decided not that she feels she would ever. I, I feel like she would run in twenty four just because she wants to be like that needle in the side of yep. Trump. 
Um, it, it just seems that way, but she, it would not, it, unless there was some, you know, this talking about people crossing over and there were other sort of middle of the road Democrats and they tried, they got them registered at the end that they're voting. I, I don't see the numbers working for her uh, in terms of pulling off the primary. So, but Donna Perry, you would agree. I mean, she is very impressive. She can handle herself with anyone. Um, it's it's really it's too bad it came to this because to me she is the type of person that would do well on a national basis for the party and it's it's yeah. just and again she is who she is and sticking by her principles but it she she is one of the more impressive individuals right now who's a female in in the Republican Party like I I put her she is just another level above a Marjorie Taylor Greene oh, or even sure. a, a Nikki Haley or even that governor of South Dakota. Well, uh, personally, I'd like to see her throw her hat in the ring. Cause I yeah. feel like you say, like she would represent um, the voice of a lot of the more traditional uh, w- women who've toiled very hard, by the way, in state party, GOP state committees. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, the, they're conservative people, but they're, they're not going to be part of this, like walk around with AK-47s, with the, the, and JD, I do think the optics, they just so matter. Uh, It's so destructive to the party. She knows it. They've been in the game forever. So we shall see, but um, someone like her. Yeah. It is also primary day in Alaska. And I think something to watch is um, again, unless something changes, it looks like Sarah Palin is going to return to Washington and what I think is interesting, and I want to get your thought on this, Donna Perry, is this is someone, now listen, you know, you go back to 08, and that was the campaign of all campaigns of her and McCain, but she's learned a lot. She's very strategic. Yeah. She has, you know, she went after the New York Times very aggressively, and that, you know, if the judge hadn't kicked that, she was on the right side of that. I still remember when she made David uh, David Letterman apologize for a joke about the daughter, I think Sarah Palin, you know, she's watching some of these Laura Bobard of Colorado and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Sarah Palin, it, she, you know, her back, she can still command a room, command attention, uh, very polished, always has been with the media. Yeah. I think that is someone to watch. This is not the Sarah Palin of of 08 with uh, Sarah, you know, Barracuda. This, right. I, I think that is someone who... You know, she still is a name and garners a lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, and and I just think that uh, if she has done the really reconnected on the ground in her home state, I think yeah. the only deficit of anything you've, from what I've followed or read about it, is um, you know, they're obviously in her home state, uh, the population's not that huge, and there was a sense that you know she became like a national conservative celebrity almost, um, yes. as you've said, and she is very savvy, and I think she's a uh, ten times more polished than Green yeah. and this other woman who just looks just foolish every time you see anything out of her mouth. Yeah, um, she would instantly become a heavyweight uh for the conservatives in the u.s house i I mean you know if they took it mccarthy like he you would want someone of her stature uh be more the one that the uh reporters go to john on the microphone in my view than you know the way they chase around some of these other ones um so i think it's she it looks strong i mean i know she again now she's up against someone who had some sort of long-term Alaska. I think um, this opponent, uh, Nick Begich, that I don't think anyone's going to really know his name. I I guess his grandfather had served at one point. And he's kind of got maybe the um, sort of the more bread and butter Republican support. But again, and Trump came in, Trump flew to Alaska and backed her up a couple. I think he had did a rally or one or two with her. He did. You know, so, I mean, you got to give him that boy. He's just, you know, he does not relent. And so it would seem she is on track to take it. Uh, uh, now, then I think they have that odd rank choice voting system, which I don't like at oh, all. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I, you know she's a creature of that she had been the governor i'm sure she's got john a major apparatus i think she is as you say one of those people she put her eye on something i think she's you know going to go after that so um we shall see and and talk about a contrast with 
again, you got to see the more the the profile of like if Palin makes it and then Cheney's kind of uh, turned out. It, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting uh, set of results. It yeah. is. No, folks, a uh, quick break. Much more ahead, Donna Perry, right here on the John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair-pricing, exceptional service. Over 20 years' experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal-coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker, Donna Perry. DJ, I just want to, again, revisit, you know, something else that is that is really important here is a lot of the candidates that are out in the field, whether it's Dr. Oz or President Trump flew to Alaska, as we were mentioning, really to rally against the person running against uh, Lisa, Senator Murkowski, who went against him, but... You know, so the GOP has these different candidates that are out there right now. And, you know, he endorsed, obviously had a lot of success in Arizona, but some of these other places. But a lot of this to me, it was contingent on that he'd be this this very visible force this fall in having rallies and getting people out. (laughs) Uh, Then you wonder about, I mean, right now, I don't see the dynamic where he's doing a rally when, he has not done an interview since the raid. I'm not sure he can do interviews. I don't think right. he's talking points down. But now the GOP is stuck kind of with all a lot of his candidates that seemingly it's one thing to win a Republican primary when you're the endorsed candidate. It's another one to then try to win the general. Right. And and that's a great point, too, where when the Republicans, John, they keep putting all their stock with him. Um, And I would think by now that would look like kind of a problematic uh, campaign playbook. Um, And you're right. So you have some of these people that without him propping them up, John, they're kind of like they're they're the B team and they're kind of clownish. Um, As you have said, there are people that just, you know, they're saying whatever is a Breitbart headline. They don't even know what the heck they're saying. And it just sounds so foolish. And see, that's, what I've been arguing is that we talk about the recipe was perfect for the Republicans to retake Congress. I think that's very up in the air. I think it could get very close. Um, well, you know, the Senate when, definitely is up in the air. The Senate's of, up in the air. Yeah. Herschel Walker and the Dr. Oz. The only reason he yeah. won that primary was the back of president Trump. There was a really good candidate in that Senate primary in, in Pennsylvania, but because of the Trump endorsement, Dr. Oz and Dr. Oz is, is really struggling. Donna Perry, I also want to just um, visit because it is still jarring. Uh, both of us spent time in New York when we were there. He was he did. He turned around the city in the 90s. He was really a hero. Then, of course, the legend of 9-11. But the yeah. fact that they announced that, you know, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who, by the way, also in 08, he, he made a brief run for president. But yeah. he um it's just the target of this investigation in Georgia. It's you, you just start to see these people. They start drowning in legal problems. And, you know, he he was problematic with the situation with Ukraine. And then he made these, you know, these wild accusations mm-hmm. after the November 2020 election when he's going around in these different states and. You know, there was that famous press conference at the, the Four Seasons Hotel wouldn't let him in. So then they had it at Four Seasons Landscaping. And then the right. press conference when his makeup right. was running down. No, hair dye was running down his face right. because it was hot. It is, um, it, it, I mean, he's not, here's the thing. It just becomes so consuming when you're facing these types of legal problems. And he's not a young guy. And and he does I, have I, health issues too. He it's does, obvious. I, uh, you know, it's even affected his 
He's banned from Fox News. The state, Fox News won't let the son on who's running for, for governor of New right. York. But, um, <laughs> but Rudy Giuliani, who's been a big part of that Trump orbit, he, it's, he's in a lot of trouble in Georgia right now. He is. And, and as you say, John, like when, when you look at where these charges are coming from, uh, Fulton County Grand Jury, like they had created or were set to create or they did create what they'd call an alternate slate of electors, which um, if people don't you know, follow all this, but and it was very tied to Jan 6 because it was going to be. Because and I think that was part of that strategy and that crazy other radical lawyer who then they said get her out of here. Sydney um, Powell with yeah. Sydney Powell Terrible. and and but Rudy, you know, I think they've got stuff. His fingerprints are all on that, and and you that's you know look that's like a federal election crime. I think if you're like actually trying to manipulate, yes, um, th- this is not just nothing of what we do as a country on those kind of in, you know, the January 6th kind of thing where you certify the election of the U S president. And, you know, again, it looks ceremonial. It gets back to all that. So I just think that he is in trouble it's, you know, they said that as time went on, John, he, he got himself into, I think he's somehow for a guy who was so successful and came out of that huge era of great success. And he turned around New York when you talk about crime and someone who was always a thousand percent behind the police yes. um, and, and tough policing, which is what it took to turn New York around. And you and yeah. I were there years ago when it, boy, it was not like you don't have all this stuff you have going on right now. Um, so the grand jury's taking testimony. This is very serious. I think he's got legal bills going to be all over the place that yeah. um, it's just, it's actually, you know, it feels kind of sad to see someone come down the mountain that from that pitch and that he, he kind of went in this rabbit hole with Trump. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right. It's like, it, they're serious charges um, for him to have ever bothered with the Sidney Powell, you know, who was definitely, um, oh. you know, she, she was like poison in them. And then yeah. they were like listening to her. And when, you know, a guy like Pat Cipollone famously, I think that came out in the testimony. And he said, he said to the other ones, like, get that woman the heck out of here, please. That's like, right. And why, you know, her standing in the Oval Office with Trump and Cipollone got nervous when that was even happening. Mm. So as you say, it, it's just um, it's it fe- it seems oh, sad for someone who and I was a big fan of Rudy Giuliani's for a very long time. Yeah. I think he um, he made New York what it essentially became. And I'm yep. hopeful and I do think they can, you know, return it back. So it but he's in like, look, this is not small stuff. And J.D., if I may, like when you see what happened at Mar-a-Lago last week, Rudy this thing. And, and then Trump has had this financial inquiry going on still. That's the other on the sidelines there. I think the accumulation of all these yeah. investigations um, is, is just number one. It gives the mainstream media just the fodder. They just want to go on this all day long. And New York Times and the Washington Post and, and J.D., let, let's be honest. They know what they're doing by that level of coverage there, again, that it gives them an excuse to not cover Biden's mishandling of the U.S. economy. That's right. Um, and, and frankly, his mishandling of a lot of things and him just being old and, you know, can only do the job, it seems, half time. So, Donna, you know. Uh, and Donna Perry, finally, um, boy, Massachusetts just continues to lead the nation in education. Boston Globe had the story that mm-hmm. they, you know, still want to continue to raise the level with the AMCAS. They were so far ahead of the curve in improving education. And just wanted to get your thoughts on that story. Yeah. And, and as we are on the cusp of the new school year, you know, um, I, again, I think I, I applaud the uh, commissioner Riley, like he has really driven a lot of this, but I, I would note this, the, uh, the, the score level that they're saying needs to be increased, if people aren't familiar, um, came out of a study between Brown University and Harvard and the Mass Department of um, you know, Secondary Ed, John. It's a joint study, and it just said students who don't reach this, this level of proficiency to come out of any public high school 
um, they're just going to have real trouble to even attain a four-year college degree. And that's what it's kind of based on. And so they're, you know, but they kind of get a lot of criticism on some of this stuff. There's a lot of pushback. Um, you, you get critics who, who want, John, there is a, a whole faction of people want to get rid of any standardized testing. And I don't know that that's the answer. I mean, I think their argument, and it, it, is, it might sound technical, but they're saying to get our students into successfully into any four-year college they need to be showing they've attained this level at the high school and and you know masses like you say they're really number one in the country and they're very tough yeah. and if if you don't pass that test at a certain threshold you are denied a diploma wow. um so you know but there is pushback we'll see where it goes school starts in just a handful of weeks um, what but a that's, difference, that's out in there. rhode island when deborah gish yep. tried to do the same thing it's the General Assembly that overrode her and then just started handing out and the Linda the Journal did the story of this girl in Barrington and then you know, Speaker yeah, Mattiello jumped in and the next thing you know, the whole thing it, it folded, which is too bad because that was uh, she no one pushed more to try to really raise it than Deborah Gist, but yep. there was just too much meddling by the, the general. And Providence, Assembly. the largest school uh, district in Rhode terrible. Island, John, yeah. remains a, a, a shamefully failing school district. Completely terrible. It's just expensive daycare. Folks, she is independent columnist opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always, and we will talk to you again. You bet. Home again, consignment located Governor Francis Shopping Center, fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry, buy, sell, or sell in consignment, and estate sales are provided. It's home again, consignment. Call John, 401-463-3310. Again, located right in Warwick in the Governor Francis Shopping Center. Home Again Consignment. To the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Remember, weekdays, 11 to 2. But visit the website, dipietro.com. That's the best way to reach me. There's a direct link. Contact John. We also have all our sponsors right there. We have unique, original reporting, stories, videos. Also, all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, when we do Facebook Live, or YouTube, or Twitter. It's all right there at the website, dipietro.com. And then remember, once you're there, you can also visit the shop. We have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there folks it all starts by logging on at dipetro.com and on the left hand side you can always listen live again all our links everything begins and ends right there at the website dipetro.com the Senadale revival stop it and see them comfort food and cocktails you're gonna love the Senadale revival located 2025 smith street north providence right in Senadale, right across from north providence town hall Delicious food, delicious drinks, live entertainment on the weekends. Shane and his crew, they're waiting for you. A great time is going to be had by all at the Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence.